0: Welcome to Unconditionally You Podcast, the podcast that helps you expand the possibilities for your life and gives you practical tools and ideas to live at your full potential. I am Alex Wheeler, Certified Life Coach, and I will help you to reconnect to who you truly are and what really matters for you, not for others. You will be amazed at how much freedom, abundance and success you can create. So let's live, learn, and expand together. Good afternoon everyone and welcome on Unconditionally You Podcast, it's episode number 28. So what I've noticed is that we tend to burden ourselves with stuff that we can't control and that ultimately we are not responsible for. We spend a lot of energy and a lot of time trying to solve for it at our own expense. At the expense of our energy, of our time, of our confidence, and even sometimes our sanity. (laughs) I've been there. I think I have left quite a lot of uh, my wrinkles and my gray hair to trying to solve things that ultimately I was not responsible for, for solving. And why is it important that we realize that, that we gain some awareness on when we are responsible for something and when we're not, and exactly what we are responsible for? It's because all the time and energy that we are spending to think about how to preempt someone's reaction or to read someone's intention, we don't spend it on us, right? I really have that belief that, you know, our energy and our time um, (laughs) or yeses and our noes in our life and every single day are counted, right? It's like if we had a jar of it and it's a defined amount, every single day that we have. And if we spend, let's say 60% of our daily energy thinking about others' intention, others' reactions, others' wishes, even though it might sound useful and helpful for us, and I'm sure a lot of the time it's also well-intended, it's still that 60% of energy and of time that we do not dedicate on us. And that's time that we could use to get clearer on our own intention, our own reactions, and our own wishes. I will spend uh, more time in the next podcast episode on that concept, Uh, but I just wanted to introduce it here because um, I think if you know someone around you who has an unlimited amount of time and energy every single day, please introduce them to me. (laughs) I haven't found them and although sometimes I wish I was like that, I always come back to the realization that I am not. <laughs> and that I do have a set amount of time and energy every single day. Therefore, how I use it makes the whole difference in how I live my life and how I feel on a daily basis. So to give you a bit of an example, how do I how do I see it show up, right? Uh, the fact that, um, Sometimes we might be taking responsibility for things that we are not responsible for. So, for example, I uh, used to believe, think as much at work that at home, that I was responsible for maintaining the peace in a relationship. So, in other words, when I was giving negative feedbacks to someone on my team, for example or when I was sharing my honest opinion with my family, I would put at risk the current peace in that relationship, in that situation, as well as the current balance that was existing. And to some extent, the perceived happiness of the people involved in that relationship. I really believe that. I really believe that it was my responsibility to hold that peace no matter what, what I didn't see was that I was then denying my own wish for balance, my own sense of peace and my own sense of happiness. And what I then didn't see at that point was what was my responsibility towards myself What did I want to feel responsible for myself without expecting someone else to satisfy it? And that's exactly what we're gonna explore further today. So if that resonates for you, (laughs) as I'm sure quite a lot of of you do, I would invite you to answer the following questions. So what I've done in that podcast is that I'm gonna give you a series of questions that I would really encourage you to answer to before you hear my own view and my own experience of it, right? So ask yourself and write it down even better, the answers for the following question I'm gonna share. So think of a relationship at home or at work that is difficult for you for some reasons right we all have some i haven't met anybody (laughs) who has only super smooth relationship and then think about what was difficult about it okay write it down what it was exactly that you feel in your own words felt difficult for you in that relationship then think about how did you feel in that relationship yeah so when when obviously don't take the point where it all goes well in that relationship but when you are in the place where it feels difficult how does that feel for you how does that feel towards you and how does that feel towards the other person how do you feel towards the other person when that relationship is difficult like a minute to write down (laughs) and then try and see what did you do in that situation or why didn't you do in that situation when the relationship or the situation felt difficult how did you react how did you not react what did you say what did you not say what did you think or not okay so I'm gonna share my, experience, my example on those questions and then we're gonna go through another set of, ex, of example. So for me, a relationship that felt um, difficult was with one of my previous team members. That was a few years ago. Um, I had a, a person in my team that I was really struggling to position myself with. And what was difficult about it is that I felt responsible for that person's behavior towards the rest of the team, towards the rest of you know the the office that we were in. That was the difficult part. And how did I how did I feel in that relationship when when it felt difficult when um, I perceived that his behavior was not how I thought it should be. Well, towards me, I felt insecure, I felt doubtful, I felt guilty. And towards him, towards that person in my team, I felt annoyed, (laughs) frustrated and angry. So how did that translate in terms of my action? If you were going to look from the outside, what did I do in that situation or not? When he was not behaving in the way that I perceived, he should. Towards others, towards his team, his teammates, or the sides. Well, I noticed that I would either react to his behavior or I would completely ignore it, and I would, and um, it would be like in a fraction of a second. I, I don't think I could really <laughs> understand why at that point, especially I was not a life coach, so I was not, you know, uh, I would say. Um, questioning myself as much. Um, But I know that it was one or the other, like a fight or flight, you know, uh, response. And then I would go on asking myself so many questions, because obviously I felt insecure. I was trying to understand what were his intentions, uh, trying to explain his behavior, why he did that, why he didn't do that. And that made me then spend a lot of time on him and understand, trying to understand whatever was going on, uh, you know, on his side. And I would show up very inconsistently in terms of rules, in terms of limits that I was uh, putting in place in, in my team. Yeah, and in terms of how I was reacting to him, what I was allowing or not. And the result for that, the result of that is that I was taking too much responsibility for his behavior and not enough responsibility for mine. You see, one pot again. <laughs> and when, when I think about it now, I felt guilty for how he was behaving. It's crazy when I think about it, but it also led me not to help him take his own responsibility for his behavior because i wasn't clear or consistent on holding him to account to it so he also could not necessarily fulfill um you know this accountability so you can see how um how that situation could look pretty messy from the outside and from the inside and if uh, and that's why because then that i did came up quite often. I felt it was such a difficult relationship for me. And I felt that I was responsible for his behavior, but also that um, there was nothing I could do about it. Because ultimately, even though I felt responsible for him, I was not acting, (laughs) it was his stuff, right? So I had really this deep, uh, powerless (laughs) feeling as well that was going through me in that in that situation. And you know, sometimes that might be the other way around, right? You will net you will take no responsibility for how a situation or relationship goes. It's all his fault of what he said or did. None of it is my fault. Don't worry, I've been there too. <laughs> and the funny thing is that that you take either all responsibility for the relationship or for how someone behaves or none of it, that leaves you exactly in the same place than in my previous example, which is frustrated, insecure, and powerless. Because ultimately, you don't get the result you most want and the avenues you are considering are not working because they're not in your control. The avenues you are considering means someone else changing. And that is definitely not something you can control. Okay, so now I would love you to do the same exercise with you thinking of a relationship that feels easy for you. That flows. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to put much much effort into it. Or maybe you have put a lot of efforts into it, but now it just just flows. And ask yourself the same question. What that relationship was. was? What is easy about it? How do you feel generally in that relationship? Towards you, towards the other person, right? And then what do you do? How do you act towards that person and towards yourself? Ask yourself those questions and really take the time. You can pause the podcast, you know, before I, I go on my own example again, to really ask yourself on a relationship that feels easy for you. It's really important that you see um, that you take your own example and not only my part, because quite often when you are not when we are not emotionally involved in the relationship, it's much easier to see what's going on for the other person. You know, I'm sure when I've given you the example of this person in my team, you you would have felt like, yeah, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> that makes sense. I would have never done that. Why did you react like that? But I can tell you when I was, and I think of it the same now, but when I was in it and that the emotions were running high, my intelligence was running low. So like seeing it the way I did and the way I'm describing it now felt really difficult. And that's the home point of the exercise. It's to start for you, when you have a difficult relationship, your emotions will be high. That is 100% sure. And therefore your intelligence will be low to try and approach it differently. The purpose of the exercise I'm giving you is to help you already decrease a little bit the emotional part, so that you can start looking at it from a different perspective. So please do do those exercises. That's my advice. Now, if I look for me on what was a relationship that felt easy for me, strangely enough, it was another one of my team members. I had like several uh, leadership roles over my um, before I, I became a life coach in corporations and I, I managed um, different teams, different team members. And that relationship, what felt easy for me was that I felt comfortable, I felt confident. Things were, you know, easy. I could say things as they were, the good and the bad, and um, I was also living up to my words. That's how I showed up. I was not, you know, inconsistent. I was actually quite consistent in how I would behave with that person and also as part of the team when he was, you know, um, sharing his view or his opinion. In other words, I was taking my part of the relation of the responsibility in the relationship and letting him take his part of responsibility in the relationship. So the question comes now, obviously, how do you move a relationship or a situation from feeling difficult to feeling easy? From dreading meeting that person to actually looking forward to it? Well, the answer is in the examples that we've just done. You look at your part of responsibility. And that is the only solution that I have personally found for me, for my clients, for people around me is that, you know, this resp- responsibility cursor that we have for that specific relationship if it doesn't work it's because it's either two way down you don't take enough responsibility or two way up you take all the responsibility for it and generally when works the best is when it's somewhere in the middle you all have you are all grown adults and you both have as much responsibility in the relationship and in how you show up not how the other person shows up, but how you show up. Obviously, I'm not necessarily talking about you know responsibility for young children, right? It's it's a different thing because they are they are growing up at that point, and they are they are learning what it means, what they are responsible for. So in that point, I would think understanding why you <laughs> you're responsible towards it towards you know, the kids' relationship, that would be where I would focus on. But if I go back to adult to adults, or teenagers to adults, really consider that you are both responsible to the same level, even if it's your boss or if it's your team member. You don't know each other's intentions. You don't know exactly their reactions or their plans. And that does not matter. Because the other person is responsible for theirs. Their plan, their reaction, their intention. You are responsible for yours. So now, it's about deciding what you want to be responsible for. For you. Okay? Not for someone else. For you. A little tip. (laughs) When you start deciding that, If your sentence starts with he or she, you are again trying to to look at what you're responsible for the other person or what the other person should be responsible for. Your sentence starts with I. I am (laughs) responsible for blah, blah, blah. What is important is that I do X and Y, is that I show up in that way. Okay, not that he or she does that. So, with the I (laughs) in mind, you can start um, describing the relationship you want, okay? So, you can look at what do I want to convey in that relationship? What do I want to be an example of in that relationship? What values, what atmosphere do I want to foster in that relationship? and what is in my control to ensure that for me, on my end, okay? In other words, what does a good or great relationship with that person could look like? And the way you will know whether you're doing it or not is by the way you react, what you say, what you think, or what you do not say or think, from what you can control, from your own actions, your own words, and your own energy. That's always where it goes back to. And that's always what we're trying to argue with when our emotions are really high in that relationship, when we're upset about it. So then the idea is that you describe You know what this good or great relationship looks like as clearly as you can you know so that you can almost see it in your head you can feel it and you can almost live it without the other person being there you know the same way you can get really upset and really worked up about when you think about someone who is not there (laughs) you can do exactly the same but in a positive way in actually creating an experience that feels better in that relationship and always from your perspective. And my advice again, if that feels really hard to do, it's because your emotions are high, right? So try to do it ahead of time of meeting that person, that person when the emotions are not completely taking over, trying to do it in a place where it feels as neutral as possible. Then you rehearse it, at least mentally, until it feels believable and it changes everything starting with how you feel in that relationships and most importantly towards you and by the way you have nothing to lose by trying that clearly you have tried being fully or not at all responsible for the relationship and clearly it doesn't work Otherwise you wouldn't find it difficult, you wouldn't find it frustrating. So at least (laughs) with what I'm giving you to try, you can try something new and it might even work. It does, but you know, it might even work for you. So give it a try, you don't have anything to lose. So if you want to go further, you will notice like in a lot of tools that I'm teaching on, on the podcast, that those are not magic formula it won't transform from one day to the other of unlikely fully the relationship but what is for sure is that the more you're going to keep spending time and energy on how you want to be act and react ahead of time the more the relationship will shift i can guarantee you that and the, the other person doesn't even have to change I have seen it for me i have seen it with my clients as well and in their team with their boss at home so i know it will work for you i can guarantee that and also do remember you don't you do not have to do it all on your own because when it is a very long-standing or really important relationship in your life it can be really hard to get your emotions down, to get all of the history that you have and all of the package that you have about that person. And, you know, you need to be able to free up some space for your brain to think and plan ahead. Like any change in your life, yeah, your primitive brain is going to be very protective towards it. So what will happen is that he will try to convince you of a lot of very good reason why you shouldn't try a different approach and why it's not going to work anyway. It's very nice, but it's not helpful in that case. And I can help you with that. That's exactly what I do in my four-step coaching program, where I help you take the emotional aspect down and where I help you take the part of re- responsibility that you have in that relationship, in that situation. Because that means you also take the part of power and the part of change in that relationship too, and for you. That's the amazing part. Yeah, I help you to rehearse it, I help you to plan it, I help you when you try it and it doesn't work, I help you understand why it has worked or why it hasn't worked and I'm there to keep believing in you even if it feels bloody hard because it will because at the end of the day you're developing a new skill set to create amazing relationship that's not something we've been told how to do by default it is how you start shifting and creating the life that you want and that you are proud of and that you're feeling fulfilled about. So if that's interesting for you, if you feel curious, <laughs> get in touch with me yeah, via social media, Alex Wheeler Coaching, or write me an email. It's alexwheeler.coaching at gmail.com. You can find you know all of my details in the show notes. I would be super happy to help you. So now as a closing word for the podcasts, remember, Our biggest responsibility is ourselves, is to look after ourselves, our own needs, how we feel, our wishes, because we are the best place to do that, no one else, no matter what people might tell you, and it's exactly the same for them. Their responsibility is to look after their needs, their wants and their wishes, even if you are in a partnership, even if you are in a couple, you are not responsible for your husband's needs and feelings and all of that. They do theirs, you do yours. That's how relationships thrive. And that doesn't mean that you don't look after each other, that you do not consider people's personalities, styles and goals and needs. It simply means that you don't forget yourself along the way, that you don't put yourself at the bottom of the pile and of the priorities included in your agenda. You spend time on you. You spend that energy on you. And on figuring out what you want to be responsible for. What you want to be a role model of. And remember. That starts with I. I want to show up as dot dot dot. That is a beautiful thing you can do for yourself. And imagine when you're in that energy where you give yourself that time and that energy how you will show up in that relationship how much more love and availability you will have in that relationship that's all i had for you today i wish you a lovely lovely end of your week and i cannot wait to hear your thoughts about what i shared and please feel free to share you know my podcasts with anybody speak to you next week have a great day bye bye You enjoyed it. Feel free to subscribe and rate it as I will release a new episode every week on Thursday. And if you are ready for a change in your life and want to discover how you could transform your life as well by being unconditionally you, then you have to get in touch with me via LinkedIn at Alex Wheeler or Instagram at Alex Wheeler Coaching. The direct links will be in the show notes. I will speak to you next week, and until then, good live learn, and expand by being unconditionally you. Bye-bye.